You're listening to Simply the Best Sports Take, the best podcast breaking down the best stuff in sports with host Sean Bingham. His takes are so good, he dropped the mic, but then you wouldn't be able to hear him, and that would suck. Welcome into STB Sports Take. I am your host, Sean Bingham, and it is the day after Christmas, so happy Christmas, day after, whatever it's called. Um, Today, we are going to jump right in, and we are talking about nothing else other than the battle for LA. The battle for for LA is on, and it's going to be a doozy here come playoff time. Lakers-Clippers. Clippers Clippers are now 2-0 versus the Lakers. And so who really does run L.A.? Kawhi's on, you know, he's Mr. Load Management. He's sitting out a third of the of the team's games at this point, or a fourth anyway. But they are 2-0 against the Lakers. And the Lakers have now lost four in a row. Four in a row. So the Clippers are 23-10, but they are 12-3 in games where both PG and Kawhi play. That's an 800 win percentage. <clears throat> which is the second highest in the NBA behind only Milwaukee. So their 23 and 10 record is a 691 win percentage, which is third in the West, but 12 and 3 when their two superstars both play together, they're 800 and that is second highest in the league behind only Milwaukee and Milwaukee is of course in the slightly easier Eastern Conference. So the Lakers are 24 and 7, that's a 774, which is first in the West, but again, they have lost four straight. So they were 24 and 3, now 24 and 7. Not the way you want to be heading into the Christmas break or, you know, ending the year. So the question is, who is the better team? Is it the Lakers or is it the Clippers? Who would you rather have right now? And here's where I stand on it. I just kind of laid out where we're at percentage-wise and what everyone's done. In my opinion, I think the Clippers are the better team. I think the Clippers have the better chance to go deep into the playoffs. We're probably going to see these two teams meet in the Western Conference Finals. And you never want to count LeBron out. But at the same time, where has he struggled the most? It's been on the big stage. On the the, the biggest stages, when the spotlight's the brightest, he kind of tends to struggle. And I think an example of that is the first game of the season where he didn't have play that great, and the Clippers won. And then yesterday... So just looking at the box score, and I did watch the game. It was a really good game. But what happened? LeBron missed a very crucial free throw with less than a minute to go. He made the first one, and you could just see how nervous he was for that second one. And what did he do? He left it short, just as we all could have predicted. He is one of the worst free throw shooters in the league in the fourth quarter. His percentage is like 68 or 69% for the season, but it drops all the way to 60 61% in the fourth quarter of games. So he's clearly... Got some fourth quarter free throw woes going on. You could attribute that to fatigue. You could attribute it to to choking. I tend to think it's more the latter <clears throat> because that's when people are supposed to be stepping it up a notch, and and that's when he tends to do his worst. So yesterday, when the spotlight's the greatest, it's Christmas Day. Everybody's watching. It's a game that really matters more than just a regular season game. Why? Because it's against the Clippers, the crosstown rival. They share the same building, and LeBron openly, heavily recruited Kawhi Leonard, and Kawhi basically gave him the finger and said, no thanks, I'm actually coming to LA, I'm coming to Staples Center, but I'm not coming to play with you. And so LeBron really wants to, and and there's so many people talking about how Kawhi's the better player. I'll be the first to say, I don't think he is. I think LeBron's the better player. Still sick, by the way, so I'm having to clear my throat occasionally. I think LeBron's the better player, 
In fact, I would give LeBron and AD the slight edge over Paul George and Kawhi, very slight in the two superstars. But man, after that, it's Clippers all the way. They have the better owner, and trust me, that matters. If you don't think it does, go look at the top and bottom franchises in any sport. The worst owners just have teams that suck. Trust me, I'm a Redskins fan. I know. Look how good the Dallas Cowboys' talent was this year, and they just can't get it done. Their owner's just too nosy. He's got his fingers in every little detail of the business and of the team. And the head coach isn't that great, and that's a reflection on the owner, and it just kind of trickles down. If the owner's bad, it trickles down, and the franchise will have a really hard time succeeding. The Clippers clearly have a better owner. They clearly have a better head coach, and they're clearly better defensively. I mean, that that play that Patrick Beverly, which again, LeBron kind of choking, misses the free throw. Uh, One, you know, the next possession, he's got a chance to tie the game. He's clearly going for the pull-up. Patrick Beverly knows that from three, and Beverly reaches in, misses, but does not hit him, does not touch him, no foul. And instead of just pulling back and letting him shoot up, he pokes his arm in there again, gets all ball, hits it right off LeBron's fingers and out of bounds. And, I mean, that was was game right there. And so they've got... They've got Patrick Beverly. They've got Kawhi Leonard, a two-time defensive player of the year. They've got Paul George, who's one of the top defenders in the league. And and then, of course, like like I already mentioned, Beverly. And, you know, Mo Harkless and Montrez Harrell, they've got guys that are just scrappy and they play. Um, Zubats is no, no slouch. So they really have a better defensive team, a better coach, and a better owner. And their superstars are right there even, just maybe a, a notch below the Lakers superstars of LeBron and AD. But again, back to the box score. So LeBron was 2 of 12 from three-point land. 2 of 12. 9 of 24 from the field. So he had 23 points, but he was 9 of 24 and 2 of 12. And he was 3 of 4 from the line, but that one miss was the very crucial miss. It's the one they needed the most. So he almost had his triple-double, but you look at his shooting stats And he did not shoot the ball well at all yesterday. 9 of 24 for a guy who's been shooting this season. uh, He's been shooting 49, 50%, and 34% from three. Yesterday, he wasn't even anywhere near that. He was like 15% from three. So he he definitely seems to struggle when the spotlight is the brightest at times. Um, He's not always doing that, of course. The guy's won three championships. He's made game-winning shots in the playoffs one series. We've watched him do incredible things. But I do think he has a little bit more of a tendency to care what other people think, and therefore it makes him nervous in certain situations. Kawhi, on the other hand, has proven he doesn't care at all what any of us think. And that guy can close games. That guy is clutch. So do I think LeBron's the better player? Yes, I do. Would I rather have Kawhi in clutch moments? Yes, I would. Would I I rather have Doc Rivers? Yes, I would. Would I rather have the defensive um, capabilities of the Clippers and... All of that, yes, I would. So barring injuries, if we were to go into the playoffs right now, I'm giving the slight edge to the Clippers over the Lakers. But man, what a battle it's going to be. Um, they're probably going to meet in the Western Conference Finals. And we just got to pray that LeBron James, Anthony Davis, Paul George, and Kawhi Leonard all stay healthy because it is going to be an epic, epic battle. Probably a seven-game series, and they're all at Staples Center. So <laughs> no traveling. They'll just swap out the floor different season ticket holders will get to come in but for the most part it's going to be seven home games in a row so should be very very epic and uh, at this point in time even though the Lakers have the better record I'm saying that four game skid is telling you something 
I'm saying the 12 and 3 record when PG and Kawhi both play is telling you something. I'm saying that Kawhi choosing to load manage while LeBron refuses to, and he's got these little nagging injuries they're talking about, is telling us something. We all poke fun at Kawhi, and I personally don't like it. I don't like the load management because I'm a fan of the game. I like to watch people play, but it's working. You know, it won him a championship last year. If he doesn't load manage last year with the Raptors, who knows if he is is healthy for the playoff run? And they obviously don't win the championship without him. So we might look at playing 60 games a season as the new norm for superstars that are even somewhat uh, injury prone. Maybe a guy like Anthony Davis should sit out 10, 15 games, you know, cut it back from 78 to, you know, 65 or something like that games that he plays. Um, who knows? We'll see. I don't love it, but uh, it, it is clearly something that uh, Kawhi is going to continue to do. And I think as a result, he'll probably be fresh and healthy come playoff time. And I'm going to give the Clippers the slight edge. So the battle for, battle for LA is on. And I am saying that right now, the Clippers own it. I think they will continue to own it um, as the season progresses. And I think they are the team to beat in the West, not LeBron James and the Lakers. That is it for today. I am out. Peace. Thanks for hanging with Simply the Best Sports Take. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and check out stbsportstake.com. Simply the best in sports.